I have only one question for you, a very important question, yeah? before we start. Am I, can I swear or not? Oh, swear? yeah, absolutely. Oh, okay. This, these ones don't even have to go in the swear jar. It's, just, it's okay, the best part. Okay, because I didn't want to like get you like censored or kicked off. Welcome to the UFTA Podcast. Hosted by Emily O'Connor and Jordan Rudolph. The UFTA Podcast brings you a surprisingly fresh take on everyday topics in health, fitness, and everything in between. We want to open the door to explore new information and new solutions in a way that's easy for you to understand and apply to your own life. Let's get into today's episode. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Season 2, Episode 13 of the UFTA Podcast. I'm Jordan Rudolph, and as always, joined by Coach Emily O'Connor. Emily, how are we doing today? I am not too bad. How, Jordan, how about yourself? We're good. We're yeah. good. And we're, 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 we're going to keep this changing of the days going for us. I think it's, it's been all, all the dates now we have officially yeah. picked and on for the podcast. I think we've recorded on every day of the week now, yes. including a Sunday, Yes. Saturdays, yeah. yeah, basically all of it. Got them. We got them. <laughs> And as the theme for season two, guys, we're going to keep this thing rocking and rolling with uh, special guests that we're bringing in. Last week, our special guest was actually Emily, yep. and we got to know more about her. Uh, we'll get my my episode in there somewhere, in some way, shape, or form, but awesome. when that time comes, yeah, we'll figure it out then. Mm -hmm. uh, today, we are joined by uh, one of our members, and she's been with us for just over a year. I think just had the year yes, anniversary. Just had my year anniversary. I yeah. think in August. Yeah, yeah. Just had the year anniversary. Um, we're gonna, we're gonna. There's a lot of stuff in this episode that we'll cover with her. Her name is Judy Clevin. We are happy to have her as a member of Unity Fitness. We are happy to have her as a guest on the show, and we are very excited to get to this talk. Hopefully. We can get everything we want in in an hour, or yes, we might have yes. to do a part two. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see. <laughs> I don't think so. So thanks for coming. Thanks for being yeah, on the show. Yeah, well, thank you so much for having me. It's really uh, a pleasure to have time to speak to you, and I listen to your podcast and really enjoy it, so I thought maybe I could chime in a little bit here as well. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I know you and Emily have talked a couple times uh, about the show and the kind of, like, different ways we can kind of, like, get some stuff on there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um. And, and, and what we have in store today got me excited mm -hmm. a lot. Yeah, yeah, I was excited when we, we had sat down just for a normal conversation and you had said, like, I think I think I could be on the podcast. And I was like, I would think you'd be great on the podcast. Like, what do you want to talk about? And you're like, I have some ideas. Like, I'll send them over. And when you sent them to Jordan and I did our work for us, really, because uh, I was like, yeah, we don't need to change anything other than the fact we might need, like Jordan said, might need two hours, <laughs> might need two episodes to kind of dive into it. Yeah. So. Said Emily, I'm like, hey, did we do we have set enough time to set aside for two hours? And Emily's Emily laughed right away. She goes, it's the first thing she asked you. Like, we'll see if we can get this. I all don't in. think so. I think we'll be fine. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's let's just start with you. Like, let's start with last August, 2021. Right. Right. So, um, last August was when I first signed up for Unity, and my decision to do that was um, kind of a surprising one for me. Um, I have been completely gym phobic my entire life. I mean, I was probably spent a total of 15 to 20 minutes in a gym. I've literally never touched a kettlebell before I came here. I'm sure of that. So, you know, how did I end up here? Well, 
I have a good friend named Kay. She's like a sister to me, and uh, she knows me very well. Um, and she talked about unity a little bit, <clears throat> but she never pushed it that much. Um, <clears throat> but I noticed that she was getting like incredibly buff and was lifting our suitcases into the trunk when we would go places. And I thought, well, that's weird. What's happening? <laughs> <laughs> um, and then she uh, shared with me that she was coming here and and said, Judy, you know, it's different. It's different than a ge regular gem. I'm like, yeah, right, it's just a gem, right? I mean, they have weights, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They have weights, they, they have, have weights, weights, they have right? cardio, yeah, it's a gem. Things. Yeah, <laughs> it's a gem, right? She's like, no, 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 it's different. So I thought about it a lot and um, decided to try, to try it. I like to try something new. That's in my nature to do that. I also had a trip coming up which you know about, which was that I was going to be gone for three months in Laos, living in Laos and working there. And I had a really um, onerous quarantine I had to do there. And I thought, how am I gonna get through that? How is that gonna happen? Um, I think I'm gonna need some kind of exercise routine, some kind of mental health structure here to get through this. And I thought maybe Unity could fit into that. Mm -hmm. So when I first came, I thought I was going to be leaving in two months, and so we would just have a quick introduction, maybe even just a month, and then off I would go to Laos. Well, it took a lot longer to get the visa, so I was here for several more months, which was great because I got an introduction and got to get used to the things here. And then you guys provided like the life-saving routine that I did remotely in Laos. Yes. So. It came out really well, but it was just very fortuitous, the timing of it and how I ended up here. And you still got to impact the world over there. And we mm -hmm. like to think that all the work that you put in the several months leading up to that trip made you, uh, put you in a better position mm -hmm. and made you a better version of the version of yourself that you were to do a better job when you were over there too. Yeah, I definitely think so. I mean, in so many ways, you know, it's the physical um, ability that I needed to have in order to work there under those conditions. Um, it's the mental strategy of just coping with difficult things. Um, some confidence that it gives you also here, For sure. working mm -hmm. here, uh, working out here. So it was a lot of things. Um, but I do want to describe for you how you helped with the quarantine. Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay. So just to give the listeners some idea of what quarantine really means in Laos, it is not the United States. It is more like China. So when they say quarantine, like they're very serious about it. Um, when, you, when you fly to Laos, first of all, the borders were closed because of COVID. The borders were closed. So I had to get an emergency visa uh, very expensive. The, um, the organization I work for paid for it. And you get COVID tested before you go on the plane. But when you land in Laos, you also get shuttled to a room where they do another COVID test. Everybody on the plane gets another COVID test. Um, and their COVID tests are very invasive. They're like Q-tip up the nose, to the point where you think you're getting a brain biopsy. Yeah. <laughs> so, so you do that and then you get shuttled onto a bus where everybody's in a hazmat suit. Everybody's wearing hazmat. And they escort you to the hotel 
and lock you in your room, one room, for 14 days. If you cross the threshold of your door, an alarm goes off. And you don't know what happens when the alarm goes off, but it's one of those like fuck around and find out kind of situations, which you don't want to find out, right? Uh, They bring all the meals to you, but you are not allowed to have contact with the person who brings the meal. So you stay in this one room for 14 days, and that is a unique experience. Yeah. The, uh, the, the luck, luckily, or maybe not so luckily, <laughs> you were able to do it with another body in the room. I did it with my husband. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Lucky or unlucky. Yes, overall lucky, mm-hmm. but takes a certain strategy also. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Um, but your exercise program came in handy there. So I had asked people who had done this quarantine, you know, what do you recommend in order to, you know, come out of the other side of this and be like functional? Um, and they said, you must have a routine to your day. You mm-hmm. must get up and take a shower and then have like things you do every day. Mm-hmm. Otherwise you will lay in bed mm-hmm. for 14 hours <laughs> and like never change your underwear, you know, which is not good. So, and they and the other and the person also said, "You got to exercise. You got to find a way to move your body." Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you provided a very nice routine with the bands. You know, mm-hmm. I can't bring heavy things. I had one suitcase for three months. Um, I used the elastic bands and the workout, and it was a connection also to home to you guys because I would watch your videos like over and over again it's like oh I'm with Jordan and Emily now today you know there's someone else here in the room with me um and so we did those religiously I remember you guys were gone for the first it was, it was within the first two weeks and I was going to check in on you like mm-hmm. I was just going to reach out and just say mm-hmm. hey just want to make sure like everything's going okay I know these first two weeks are brutal and, <laughs> yeah. and you're going through it and when I got to bridge to check in on your workouts so I could respond with a better question yeah. I like sat back I'm like, oh, wow. Hey, Em, like, this isn't right. And, and you guys had already completed, like, you were doing a workout a day. Yeah, we were. And, yeah, we and, were. And, and the typical routine yeah. prior to that was like two or three times a week. Right. But the routine allowed you to, A, uh, do more while you mm-hmm. were there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the app has, I mean, I, I don't remember all the workouts that you were doing, mm-hmm. but we the, the program was on there specifically for you and Mark based on goals, body, and equipment, but then there was also the body weight stuff that you guys were, were throwing in as well, mm-hmm. and I was like, Em, they're, uh, they're working on every day? She's like, uh, <laughs> yeah. yep. yep. <laughs> I remember we texted you like, hey, are you working on every day? Yeah, it's great. <laughs> and yeah, I was I like, okay. Just got to get a new one up fast. Yeah, so we were, we were ready to get that new, the new, the new, uh, the yeah. new program ready It was a big part of our life for 14 days, yeah. I must say. Got off to a good start with that. Mm-hmm. And, it's amazing how much you can do with those bands. I just have to make a plug for that. You know, they're very light, very portable. You can bring them anywhere. You can mm-hmm. use them virtually anywhere. I can yeah. attest to that. It's pretty cool. And you can get a good workout. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For sure. For sure. Yeah. And any any level, right? Yeah. It's not, it's not yeah. just uh, for a beginner. It's not just for a male or female. It's not right. just for right there. And there's ways that we program in it to make sure it works too. But mm-hmm. uh, the yeah. bands are one of those sneaky ones. Right. Mm-hmm. I think people underestimate the capability of that. Mm-hmm. And it's such a simple thing, but so effective. 100%. Definitely. 100%. Yeah. Talk a little bit more uh, back, because like there was, there was um, 
you started in August and, and, and you, like you said, like a gym phobia, like a yeah, gym phobic. Yeah. Yeah. There, there was, so joining here, you were very upfront with that with us. Like, Hey, mm-hmm. like, yeah, I, and, and you told us everything you just told us there in person. Mm-hmm. And we, we appreciate that too. And we didn't try to do anything. Uh, I don't want to say anything like extra out of what we do. Mm-hmm. We just wanted to make sure we do what we do and we did what we did. Mm-hmm. During that process, there was probably a, a moment um, where you're like, I think this could, I, I kind of <laughs> like, like, it could be okay. Could like, this, yeah, this could, could work. work. Do you know, <laughs> like, when, here. <laughs> yeah, do you know, like, did that happen within first week, two weeks, first month? And, and I know there was a lot of stuff being changed, mm-hmm. and, and you were kind of driven to be like, okay, I have an extra month. I want to make mm-hmm. sure I get better practicing for when I leave. And I was like, right. okay, I have an extra month. Okay, yeah. I'm here for three more months. Yeah, right. Yeah. right. Kept going like that. Yeah. 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 Um, you know, I it did start from the very beginning, my, my acceptance of unity as a place that could work. Um, the assessment that you do to start with, mm-hmm. I think that's really vitally important and usually not really much done um, because everyone has individual abilities and inabilities and but you take a very objective look at that and I thought well that makes a lot of sense to me um, and then the progression you know it's logical it's intelligent it just makes sense uh, and one thing that is true for me is like I appreciate expertise like please be good at something um, <laughs> You know, if you're going to tell me what to do and show me and teach me, like, please be good at that. Yeah. Um, so, I love it. <laughs> right? And so I have to say, I recognize that right away. I mean, the two of you are have expertise that is beyond what I think is, is usually present. And you take it seriously. Like, this is not, you're not winging it. You're like, you have a knowledge base, a knowledge of body mechanics. That is crucial, mm-hmm. right? You know, you can't just like pick up heavy stuff and walk around and lift it and mm-hmm. suddenly get in shape. You know? <laughs> Which is, I think, what most people do at the gym. Yeah. Like I thought, look, you go to the gym, you lift heavy things, you lift them more frequently, and then you lift heavier things, and that's like there's your, there's your <laughs> yeah. workout. Right? Problem solved. And that's yeah. pretty much what I've met in the short little time. But so it became pretty clear to me, like there was expertise here. There were things for me to learn. I want to learn new things, mm-hmm. um, and that's when it really made sense for me. That's cool. Yeah, that's very cool. And we appreciate it. I mean, one of the things we we just sat and talked at links to this on Tuesday and a little bit more yesterday, and I'm probably going to talk to her more more about it today. Of what is the thing that truly separates us mm-hmm. from all the other gyms? Because we feel mm-hmm. every gym should be able to help you get stronger. Mm-hmm. We feel every gym should should be able to help with your weight loss and cardiovascular health. Like we feel like every gym should do that. So what what makes yeah. us different? And one of the things that we all, when I asked this to Mandy and Emily, was our education expertise is is right at the top. I agree. I think that's key. And you know, everybody thinks they can be a fitness expert. You know, people just put out their shingle and say, "Yep, here we are." And it's not true. You know, you guys have a knowledge base that's beyond. And you expect that of the people that you employ here as well, mm-hmm. you know. But you set the tone for that. It mm-hmm. starts at the top, and sets the tone. Mm-hmm. You know, you're not just making this up as you go along. There's knowledge and expertise behind it. I think that is key. I think that is what separates you from others, 
And that's really what I respect, and it's a lot of the reason I'm here. And still here. And still, still here. here. And, and still you learning brought, and lots you your of things. In. You brought your and then I in. brought my husband in, <laughs> yeah. you know. Now he knows his way around the gym more than me, but he had been just in the, you know, lift heavy things and mm-hmm. lift them more yep. uh, kind of knowledge of, of working out. I mean, a lot of that was the old school knowledge, and a lot of that is still used. And, in, in like, we're not going to lie and say some of that. Some of that philosophy isn't plugged into our programs. Sure. There, there is yeah. to an extent, but yeah. we also value the person and their ability to do whatever it is they need to do outside of the gym more than what they're doing inside the gym. Yeah. I yeah. think that's the other big thing, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That life piece. Like, how can we take what you're doing here? Like you said, you'd never mm-hmm. touched a kettlebell. We mm-hmm. got through your rest of your life just fine. Mm-hmm. But how can we then use a kettlebell to enhance what you're already doing or what you right. want to do in the future, too? Yeah, that might be the other thing I see you emphasize is like, it's not what you can accomplish in the gym that matters. It's like, how are you going to use this in your life? Mm -hmm. And that to me is really important. Like, I don't really care what I can accomplish in the gym. I mean, okay, but, you know, that's just a mark on the board. But, you know, I want to be able to do what I want to do. And what I want to do is be outside and go on adventures and, you know, stay active and enjoy those things um, and that's what coming here has enabled me to do mm. and I think that you guys have that focus from the very beginning we try to we, yeah. I mean that's one of the main things too we mm. we again one of the things we were talking about is we yeah. we don't stop at like the goals of their gym like we want a gym we want to know um, we, we view those all that stuff as again what every gym should be doing and yeah. some of that stuff is kind of side effects we want to know where you want to be Right. And, and we, we are focusing on that program with the end in mind and kind of re- working backwards. Yeah. And then we revisit that every time. Because mm-hmm. a lot of times we're getting to that point where people hit their goals and they are, whether they're gym goals or outside goals, and it's kind of mm-hmm. like, okay, like, now what do now you want to do? Now what do we do? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, you still have goals, right? That, and, right? And a lot yeah. of it's like, well, I never thought I'd be able to run again. Right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get into running. And we have three or four people now this year, our, yeah. the, sorry, 2023, this coming year, are going to be competing in runs. And they're like, yeah, we never thought we'd run again. Like, mm-hmm. cool. Like, mm-hmm. let, let's, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, and that's just a quick example, but mm-hmm. there's golf's back on the board for a lot of these people uh, going on vacations that maybe they would have avoided in the past and, and, and doing yeah. like the ex- extra excursions that yeah, are there. Taking more on mm-hmm. you know, when they go on trips. And, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's pretty cool. Yeah, that's what it's all about, though, yeah. because that's living your life, Agreed. you know, to the fullest. Mm-hmm. And that's. That's what you are helping people be able to do. We want them to do all those things with confidence, control, yeah. and clarity. That's, yeah. That's, yeah. That's, the, yeah. that's our biggest goal. Definitely. So. Yeah, I think you just have a much uh, clearer vision than most gyms do of what you're trying to do here. Mm. Uh, I think that really helps too. You know, your mission is clearer, mm. your vision is clearer. Make sure I had a note on that, so I save right. that for later. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Time to stamp that one up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, uh, yeah. I think that's really a difference. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and that trickles down to everyone who works here, and it's very clear to the people who come here what the goal is. I think that really helps you be successful and yeah. helps members be successful, ultimately. That's our goal. Yeah. Yeah. And we, we, we talk about it yeah. as a team every day. Yeah. I mean, that's our goal. And, and, and we consider ourselves, it's one of those things we've always said, well, we don't take ourselves very seriously. We take what we do very seriously, mm-hmm. right? So mm-hmm. we, we can be 
you have fun yes, and enjoy fun. each other. Yeah, yeah. Yes, right. it's yes. not grim and yes. you know, let's just <laughs> put our nose to the grindstone here. Like <laughs> right. that. Yeah. No, 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 it's not like that. Yeah, it's all in good fun mm-hmm. uh, with seriousness of purpose, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I agree. Just so, like just like my swear jar up front for my tacos. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. So when I go on trips, I have exercise. Like I realize I'm. I'm using my uh, farmer's carry when I do this, and now here I'm doing my step-ups, but I'm actually like on vacation and stepping onto the train and jumping off of this and that. So, but in my mind, I'm hearing the exercises that mm-hmm. I've done that have made, it, uh, made me able to do those things. Super but cool. the little voice in my head is like, oh, we're doing a farmer's carry now <laughs> with two kayaks, one in each yeah. hand, you know? Here we go. Um, so talk a little bit more about the kind of like after Laos, you came back in, mm-hmm. uh, you and Mark both did, you, you both had a body transformation. Some mm-hmm. of that was because of the diet, the way culture is mm-hmm. and environment is over there. But a lot of that mm-hmm. was just also because you were continuing to do your routine, mm-hmm. even, even past that, that two week quarantine part. Yeah. Uh, you, you continued when, when, when the work was now being done there and, and if yeah. your schedule was insanely busy now outside of the room right you still kept up with a routine there yeah yeah so I didn't have as much time or as much energy but again you made a routine that was a little shorter for me it was only 30 minutes so I could get through it um, and uh, even though I wasn't stuck in a room it was really great to have that fitness routine that I could turn to um, it was somewhat part of relaxation to stretch your body and move your body like that after you know standing up in 98 degree heat with full <laughs> hazmat suit on um, so that yeah we just continued that it became really a part of our routine and really helped us through the rest of our time there um, so I did lose 20 pounds in Laos mainly just by working all the time um, not like planned but then since I've been back, I've lost 10 more. Mm-hmm. Um, and that I would just attribute to a little more body awareness. I really do think this happens. This is not something I would ex- have expected, but there's more like body awareness from the types of workouts that we do here. Mm-hmm. Um, and for the first time, I feel like I can keep it off without the trouble I've had keeping weight off be- before. It means you're doing it right. Yeah, so I think that's another great success. A lot of times people will try to do, like they'll do the transformation challenges or they'll do something for 30 days and they'll lose a ton of weight, but the body's not, it, it, it can't be sustainable like that. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times the habits aren't totally. formed and it'll flip oh, right yeah. back to the other way and they'll actually gain more than they, yep. than they originally were. Yeah, I fully expected, because uh, I've lost weight in Laos before. Mm-hmm. You know, it was my seventh time being in Laos and I know the pattern. Um, so I kind of expected I would just gain it back like I've had done before. You just come back and resume the same routine here. But no, things were different for me having having this exercise program and um, like I said, more body awareness and consciousness of what I'm doing and what cool. I'm doing to my body um, just made it easier. It has made it easier. doesn't Very even cool. seem like a mm-hmm. struggle at this point. Very cool. Really cool. That's even better. I'm <laughs> <Very laughs> happy about that. Yeah. That's yeah. really cool. So that's been great. Um, quick, and this is going to pull mm-hmm. us out of our, our current train of thought, but I don't think we've mentioned it. 
explain to the listeners, because Jordan and I know, but you're talking a lot about hazmat suits and being mm-hmm. in Laos. What do you do while you're in Laos? Explain. Uh, sure. We never said what you do oh. for a living yeah. at all. I was going to add, 100% going to ask the same question. Like, oh, sure. Want to tell the listeners what you do over there? Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, tell oh, us sure. a little bit more about what your work there entails, etc. Sure, yeah. So I've been going to Laos um, for the last six years, um, working as a pediatrician there. Um, our, my job there is to train young Lao doctors how to become pediatricians and take care of really sick kids there. So I got involved in this project, kind of going back to how that happened. Um, I was, I'm a pediatrician at Gunderson. I've been there for 30 something years and had a busy practice and worked in the hospital and everything like that. But I always knew I wanted to do some international medicine. And that comes from the fact that when I was growing up, I lived in Nigeria and Korea with my family. My dad was in the Peace Corps, and he dragged us across the world, living in places with my brother and my sister and my mom, to all these weird places. Um, but I loved it, and I always thought I would get back to it. So. First, I had my practice and worked hard as a pediatrician here at Gunderson and then thought I wanted to do some international work. So when Gunderson started Global Partners Project, um, it's an international project they started maybe 12 years ago, I became the medical lead for the Nicaragua project, uh, working with another doctor, Dr. Kloss. And we developed a teaching and training program in Nicaragua, and I did that for like six years. Uh, and learned a lot from that project, and then um, wanted to move on to something different. The Academy of Pediatrics was advertising for experienced pediatricians to go work in this new children's hospital in Laos. And they said, well, you know, you have to go for a month and work in this hospital if you want, to, if you want the position. You can't just go for a week or two or, you know, you have to go for a month and you have to be experienced like you're not allowed to go if you're a student you're not allowed to go if you're a resident in training you have to have had some experience so I thought sure that sounds like fun it's northern Laos it's where all the Hmong families come from this is their homeland Um, and we have at home some relationships with Hmong uh, families so yeah I, I decided that would be a really cool experience and so I would, I would go for one month at a time, usually twice a year, and work training the young Lao doctors. And we are now in, de- in year like 10 of that project in this children's hospital. By year 15, we'll be done training everybody and all the foreign doctors go home and the Lao doctors take over running the hospital. And we're three quarters of the way there yeah, now. There. We have some senior doctors that are taking on leadership positions, running their departments, and they're learning a lot and becoming very independent. So yeah, when I go there, I just train the Lao doctors to be good pediatricians, and it's a great place to work. It's really, really busy. Um, people travel for eight hours to come to that hospital. It's the only place for children to get care um, of that quality. They come by boat down the Mekong River. Um, sometimes they come in the back of a truck or in a little carriage uh, attached to a motorbike. Wow. Um, and they come with everything. Yeah. 
from enormous burns to fractures to infections, malnutrition, all kinds of things. So, yeah, so I love it. It's what I love to do. It's really my passion. Um, it's physically demanding. It's very hot there all the time. The air there's no air conditioning in the hospital. Um, and it's kind of busy there 24-7. So you need some physical stamina to do it. <laughs> For sure. Definitely. Yeah. 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 No kidding. Yeah. But I really enjoy it, I have to say. It's that just helps. very inspiring to work with the Lao doctors. They're so motivated to learn. They don't have a lot of opportunity for extra training, virtually no, no opportunity other than what's offered here uh, at that hospital. So they're really motivated to learn, and I really love it. Yeah. Yeah, totally love it. Right in your sweet spot. Yeah, yeah, it is totally my passion. That's super cool. Yeah, yeah. So I want to keep doing it as yeah. long as I can, yeah. Yeah. as long as they need us there. Mm -hmm. um, so it's really helped for me as I've gotten a little bit older to be more fit and be able to uh, endure those conditions and still be productive when I'm there. Yeah. Yeah. Be your best self. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Bring it, bring it every day to them. Right. Yeah. That's important. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So Not I really appreciate. So I appreciate yeah. you know what I've gotten from Unity that has enabled me to keep working there because mm -hmm. I was beginning to wonder if I would continue to have the physical stamina to do it. Yeah. And then you go back again. Yeah. Uh, January 3rd, I yeah. go back again. Yep. And so we'll get to be, we'll be able to get to kind of compare, mm -hmm. like even, and, and there's going to be variables that come into play, but I'm interested to hear when you come back, like how, yeah. how it felt this year, even compared yeah. to last year. Right? Yeah. At least I don't have to do a quarantine anymore. Yeah. That's no, <laughs> no longer necessary. And I think we don't have to wear hazmat suits all the time. Hopefully. Hopefully. Let's hope the winter continues yeah. okay. Um, so that should make it a little better. This time I'm going to go for two months. Uh, last time I was there for three and a half months. Mm -hmm. um, but I committed to two months. We'll yeah. see. TV. We'll see there's how no, that goes. I don't no have a return ticket, yet. so <laughs> we shall see. We shall see. So again, I'll be switching to the remote program. Um, mm -hmm. You guys are going to work that out for us. Um, yeah. And. You know, I think that'll be super helpful again. Yeah. Yeah. Do you want to talk a little bit more about um, kind of like, uh, maybe like through this whole process of, is there any correlations to like what you've now learned and what you've learned like through your journey here so far and like actually going through a super structured fitness routine that kind of helps everyday life, but also kind of going into the, if there's any parallels into um, getting good at something or maybe uh, good intentions. Oh, like yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, I've, I've taught a few classes at Viterbo and um, at UWL about international medicine. People want to do international work of various kinds. Uh, young people are often very inspired to do that, and that's really good. And they always say, you know, what, what, how do I get started in that? What should I do? And I always say to them, the first step is you have to get good at something. Like, your good intentions, wanting to help people, that's great, but what are you going to bring to the table? And that what you have to bring to the table is some skill, some expertise. Um, and so that's something that I've really come to appreciate um, it's the same thing for gyms, you know, your good intentions of helping people, uh, 
are not enough. <laughs> They're not enough. It's important to have we've, that. We've learned that the hard way. We have still you? do. Yeah, but. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I imagine it's a you know it's a universal thing, and it's great to want to help people. I'm not saying that's not a great thing. That's like a an crucial ingredient. But please, again, please try to get good at something. So I tell them to work on their careers and their knowledge and expertise in the field in which they would like to teach. If it's not medicine, it could be many, many other things, a whole host of things um, for development in other countries. But you have to develop the expertise or you really don't have anything to share. Yeah, we, we, we touched this uh, on this with Emily's episode last week, uh, episode 12, season two, episode 12, when towards the end of that uh, interview, I guess, that we did with her, mm-hmm. we, we talked about how everything she's she does is with intention mm-hmm. and it's the intention um and jump in on this if i'm mm-hmm. wrong too but it was the Here. intention to make your future self uh better but also mm-hmm. make that future self like easier to get to mm-hmm. so everything mm-hmm. that that she does every action every yeah. everything that she does is is, totally. is to help with that mm-hmm. yeah i totally see that yeah. yeah yeah i think it's important i mean i think as people are setting out with good intentions like you said it's one piece of the puzzle mm-hmm. and it's a very important piece if you're not very you know called to do that kind of work like you were it's your passion you're called to do that work if that piece of the puzzle isn't there it probably won't happen mm-hmm. but I think more important than that is kind of like we touched on last week putting in the work and kind of setting yourself up for success in the future with what you're choosing to do right now mm-hmm. like you choosing to come into unity and pursue all your health mm-hmm. and fitness goals even though the gym doesn't really mean much in terms mm-hmm. of goals, right? But you're setting yourself mm-hmm. up for the things you want to do in the future. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I see that all the time, Emily, you know, with the program that you write for me is, you know, you have very high aspirations for me, which is great. <laughs> um, and sometimes I'm like, what? <laughs> what? Yes, you shared this with me before. <laughs> I hear it in past. How'd you work with me? Well, Emily has... <laughs> <laughs> Like, I, I think you're confusing me with somebody that knows how to do something here. <laughs> but it's a stepwise progression. Like, it mm-hmm. makes sense. And I just say, okay, Emily knows what she's doing. She's going to get me there, you know, in a stepwise fashion, um, in a way that I don't get hurt, I don't get discouraged. I can see it evolving, and it makes sense. And it's mm-hmm. going to work. And then, gosh... I'm doing those things. Mm-hmm. It's a total shock, honestly, yes. <laughs> each and every time. You're working, on, you're working on pull-ups. Yeah, no, I'm working you? on pull-ups. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, first it was push-ups, because I'm like, I've never done a push-up. Mm-hmm. I don't think I ever will do a push-up. Why would I do a push-up? <laughs> and then, you know, there's a method. Mm-hmm. There's a method. I think we got your name on our you're, board, don't we? I was going to yeah. say, you're doing you push-ups now, ten? just so the listeners know. Yeah, yeah. I do yeah. push-ups all the time now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I sometimes just randomly do push <laughs> I don't know Check why. This out. Right. I don't know why. Look what so, I can do. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. So, you know, the pull ups are hard, hard, hard. Mm-hmm. But, you know, patience and keep trying. And I can see the method. I can see the method behind it. Mm-hmm. Colin, Colin said something similar in his episode when he, when he said when he was first starting here, there was kind of things kind of coming at him from all over, and he was doing things he's never done, doing a couple things that he's done before, but he thought he should be doing more. And then he said all of a sudden he kind of like took a step back and he let, let kind of like mm-hmm. it's run its course. 
And then there was a, I can't remember when he said, but he, at one point he was like, ah, I see what they're doing here. Something's happening here. I see what they're kind of putting yeah, together yeah, yeah, and getting yeah. me ready for it. Yeah. I did not, uh, I mean, I was so naive about workouts and gyms. I mean, I'm like a newborn baby learning to walk. You know, <laughs> I know nothing. I had no idea that you didn't just build up muscles in your arms and legs. There's actually a core. I had no idea. I'm sure everybody listening here is like, duh. But I'm, and it's so important. Like, suddenly I'm using my core when I'm walking. I'm walking. I used to know how to walk. It's, it's different, like... But now I walk better. Yeah, and, and, and it's different when, like you were talking about um, how you felt things different earlier. There yeah. was intentional with your movement and awareness in your movement. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Everyone's got the muscles through there. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's ways to strengthen them, but there's also ways to make sure that they're just doing what they're supposed to mm-hmm. do. Mm-hmm. And a lot of that stuff that kind of is, I, I, I tell, I, I tell it differently, but it's like the not sexy stuff. It's the stuff that yeah. you won't see on Instagram or yeah. social media. It's yeah. the behind mm-hmm. the scenes work. It's not fancy. It's the weird shit that we have you do sometimes. You're like, why am I doing this? Yeah, why am uh, I doing this? Yeah. <laughs> and then, some, you know, we'll be able to explain a little bit of it, but the big, the long run of it is... It's making all of those muscles work like they're supposed to with all the other muscles in a, mm-hmm. in a total global movement. And they're not just kind of sitting there dormant or something yeah, like that under, yeah. under the skin. I didn't know I had muscles in places that I now have muscles. Mm-hmm. I mean, I sort of knew. I actually have dissected a cadaver at some point <laughs> in my life and met all of these nerves and muscles at one point. So I know they're there. Yeah. I didn't know what they were supposed to do. <laughs> But and now I see, like when I do things, like oh, I have lats and yeah, you know, muscles around my scapula. I have all these things. Yeah, and we we talk yeah. there, there's we talk all the time with uh, with our new coaches. Like, hey, we know you're probably good at at um, dead person anatomy, like mm-hmm, origination, mm-hmm. Uh, insertion, right, and kind of like the primary, secondary. Yeah agonist antagonist like but we also view like we're not dealing with dead people here <laughs> like, like there's we're also moving. an alive person yeah we're moving them. here yeah. yeah we're not just lying yeah here so on we, the slab. yeah we want to make sure like we're we're helping the coaches understand movement works with joints working together and and some of these mm-hmm. little weird things again that we have you do we call them weird things they're yeah we would like to think they're more conventional but they're not they're they're very yeah. unconventional right. um in certain right. ways uh will help that overall movement yeah. And, and, and you get stronger and get to those goals in the process. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like to think maybe we should just call it creative. Yeah. Creative ways. Creative things, weird, not weird. Not weird shit. Yeah, not weird <laughs> shit. It's just creative. No, yeah, no. that's a better word. Weird always stands out to me. The one thing I was, I remember when you first started, you started trying to learn our language of yes. how to name exercises. Yes. yes, And then I think that helped you kind of put together a little bit of the progression. Yeah. But I always remember when you first started, you're like, what does this mean? You're like, okay, I get it. And then all of a sudden one day you came in, you're like, oh my gosh, the ex- the implement you use, the equipment is first. And I said, yes, it is. <laughs> there you go. We're <laughs> putting together the pieces. The yes, it's yeah. a whole language that you have. Yeah. It is, it is. But I think that then helps us be able to allow you to see that language too when it is a common right. language. It's not just like you're I'm not, calling something and yeah, Jordan's calling, calling it random things. And, yeah. Or like proper names, like things have, you know, somebody's name attached to it. It's this kind of lift or that mm-hmm. kind of lift. I mean that doesn't mean anything. One of my you. one of my buddies who does very creative stuff like we do, mm-hmm. um, but has a brain that's like five times bigger than Emily and mine combined. Mm-hmm. 
will just name exercises after his members. Yeah. When oh, they're yeah. doing certain things. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, that would be fun. This is Judy. This is Judy K one two. The single leg. Yeah, yeah something, yeah. and and then he'll just label it as that and walk away because he's like, I don't know what to call us, and if I do, it'll be ten miles long. <laughs> yeah. yeah. With all the special cases. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. But there is a method there for mm-hmm. sure. Do you do you have any like? Aside from the trip to Laos uh, coming up on January 3rd, is there any like other big trips that you have that you're looking forward to, like vacations? I mean, you've done you've done a couple with Mark over the last few months. Mm-hmm. Um, just yeah. kind of different things that you're you're able to do now, or maybe do better. We I... are always going on interesting adventure trips, so um, we always go on our own. We never have a guide or a group uh, because we like to just do our own thing and be on, on our own. Um, so it's more complicated to plan, but then you get more freedom to do mm-hmm. what you want to do. And it's almost always involves a lot of hiking. You know, we just love to hike and explore. And there's so many wonderful trails all over the world that are easy to go to and, and find your way. Um, there's websites that actually you just download the map to any area you happen to be in and it oh, shows cool. you all the trails in the area. <coughs> And then there's ratings and people who have been on them that can tell you. And so we go all over the place. Um, the next one, I don't know what it is yet because I'll just have to plan it. Yeah, cool. Um, but, you know, recent favorites, we just got back from Portugal where we hiked in the mountainous areas of Portugal all by ourselves and, and went some really cool places. And Another favorite, and I would highly recommend, is we went to Tasmania, which is a nice little island off of Australia. Great hike there called the Three Capes Trail. Sleep overnight, three nights. That's cool. That's cool. Uh, if anyone wants to go, I have all the info. Um, <laughs> yeah, lots of fun places uh, to go and explore, and I'm sure that we will do something like that again in the future. Yeah, yeah, yeah. awesome. Yeah, yeah. we just hear the stories of it right now until we get to go do it, but yeah. yeah. Right, yeah, yeah you cool. will, yeah. Yeah, so lots of ways to do that and, and use the skills that I have here. Yeah. Nice. Um, I know we have talked about previously, has there been any kind of maybe not new revelations or like new things you've learned myths busted Mm -hmm. if you will along your first kind of year with us Mm -hmm. anything that kind of struck you as like I totally didn't believe that before Mm -hmm. and now Mm -hmm. what do you know Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah I would say there's quite a few things um one thing is um I had always thought, you know, when you women hit the age of 60 or so, you know, it's going to be unlikely that you're going to gain muscle mass. Maybe you can maintain, but you're probably not going to increase. Mm-hmm. Okay, so maybe if you're lucky, you won't decrease. Um, that is not true. Have you seen my arms lately? <laughs> um, so, uh, so that was kind of cool to figure out. Um, and it happened pretty quickly working here, uh, working out here. And you say that stuff about your arms and, and about like how Kay was just tossing stuff when you first yeah. saw her. Uh, 
strong and you yeah. guys are getting strong and 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 right. there's myths busted but clothes are fitting better right you feel totally. better like it's not like you're it's not like we're getting so big and buff that we're growing out of our clothes that way we're getting closer <laughs> better we're, we're getting totally. we're getting smaller clothes and we're yes we are. <laughs> right, right. yeah and i i didn't have to give away like all my sleeveless shirts which i was thinking about doing because like i'm not gonna wear those but now it's like oh look my arms aren't that bad <laughs> uh so yeah Lots of things like that. I thought I needed a new bed. I was pretty sure I needed a new bed because my back was hurting all the time. My back is fine, by the way. I do not need a new bed. <laughs> and that was just from the exercises here. I even had a little special back program from Emily. Well, that's pretty wild with the whole bed thing. I didn't know. I didn't have never heard this before. This is cool. Oh, yeah. I was like, I definitely need a new bed. And then after three months, he was like, I don't need a new bed. I am fine. So you saved me thousands of dollars just from not buying a new bed. A, a fun trip to yeah. Portugal, yeah. <laughs> hypothetically. Right, right. Um, another thing I, I could do all of a sudden was um, sit cross-legged on the floor for long periods of time. And you might say, well, why are you doing that? Why do you want to do that? Well, it turns out that in Laos... All the birthday celebrations, anniversaries, um, marriages, everyone sits on the floor and they have these Buddhist ceremonies and everyone's on the floor. There's no chairs. And the first time, I was, the first few times I was on Laos, I was like, um, I'm not going to any more birthday celebrations because I am not sitting on this hard floor for two hours with my legs crossed. Like, I can't do it. I can't move afterwards. I can't even get up. Right. But this last time I went, I'm sitting there for hours, my cross legs, like, whoa, how did that happen? Well, that's like hip mobility, I think, flexibility. Yeah. And I had gained that. I didn't have that before. That's awesome. So it's really cool. Boy, yeah. It is it's cool. a neat cultural insight as well yes. into their kind of how they celebrate and like they do. just everyone's together. Everyone's mm -hmm. together, everyone's on the floor. It doesn't matter what age you are, like mm -hmm. old ladies, young kids. Um, and they have Buddhist monks that come and like bless the ceremony, bless the couple uh, or the person who's having a birthday. And it it's, goes on a long time. There's lots of chanting and um, it's a big community thing. And, you know, you do want to partake in things like that when you get invited sure. to them, right? Mm -hmm. It's very cool and fun. But, um, but you're not going to be sitting in a chair. Right, so. right, <laughs> right. I, I think of here, like in the U.S. or whenever there's a big gathering, there's always like the adults table and the kids yeah. table and the extra yeah. table in the living yeah. room and everyone's kind of like separated kind of throughout the house, right? right? But like the idea of everyone sitting together on the floor seems like such a cool experience. To it like is. It's be a really cool. Yeah, it's a really cool group experience. Yeah. It's neat. Yeah, I enjoyed that. So that was something new and different for me. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool too. I mean, and then... It just gives you a little bit more, mm, I don't know if it's ownership or a little bit more of like, uh, I don't know what I'm looking for here, but it makes you feel more a part of it too, mm -hmm. right? And, mm -hmm. and, and uh, Yeah, you don't feel drunk. that separateness, like, oh, I can't be yeah. part of that, yeah. you know, my body won't work yeah. to do that. It sets me apart that I can't do that. Mm -hmm. I mean, there were lots of ladies way older than me that were sitting nicely on the floor because they're Lao. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, mm, yeah, <laughs> I wish I could do that. <laughs> Look at me, I'm down here with you this year. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I get it. No, I'm fine. Yeah. Good. yeah. Yeah. I mean, we talk about that all the time with different situations too where um, that separate 
ness part of it where, mm-hmm. where there's vacations that people go on their family and then there will be somebody who can't do the one certain thing and yep. right that's just yep. they um there's a certain trip or a certain yep. whatever that's going on and then like somebody will have to opt out because they can't their, their body physically can't do it yeah that that happens a lot and of course when you get to be you know my age i'm over 60 there's a lot of that um and it really limits what people can do and the experiences they can have um, and that I feel like that's a shame. Um, there are ways to really mitigate that and make you able to participate more fully. Um, and that's what you guys are all about. That's what you're trying to do here. And it's really important, it's really meaningful to still be part of all those activities and family things. We want people yeah. to be a part of it. Like, they, yeah. like we, we, we think that uh, when you get to that, that spot where where you're retiring or you have more free time, right? Uh, we want you to be able to enjoy. Yeah, <laughs> like that right. Time, right? Like that your best time. years are still yeah. ahead. Yeah, right. That's what you hope for mm-hmm. is that you can keep doing all those fun, cool things and be mm-hmm. part of that, rather than stepping back and saying, "Nope, not going to be able to do that." Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. can't can't walk up those flights of stairs, can't get out of that chair. Mm-hmm. You know, all those things, and um, and you really make it possible to participate more fully. That's a wonderful, wonderful gift that you give people. We try, and it also works. It's it's the two way street. Like there, there's there's a little bit of like, hey, like you're trusting us, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and and there's also like you're putting in the work. Mm-hmm. And, and so a lot of this goes to everybody that's has has the success. Um, you you put in the work for this mm-hmm. too, and and you knew it would take a little bit of work. You knew it wasn't. Uh, going to be something like super quick, but you were also mm-hmm. committed to it and you stayed the course and then you started seeing a little bit of results yeah. You started having mm-hmm. maybe a little bit of fun with it. Yeah, started yeah. seeing some things doing some things differently And yeah, just kind of kept growing from there. It still yeah. is it got more and more enjoyable actually the more you do because you see success and you see You know, there are things I don't think I can do but then I can do them mm-hmm. And it builds on itself as you see those successes Mm-hmm. For sure, and, and then it gets to be really enjoyable and something you look forward to, and that you miss when you don't do it for a week because you're out of town. <laughs> I do anyway. Now you, from, now you go from missing the gym. I know. <laughs> I went from like dreading it to missing it. Yeah. How strange is that? Yeah, uh, yeah, it has happened. It's been a transformation. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Is we always say like the Oofta podcast is like the surprisingly fresh take. Yeah. Right. There's a lot of things that we covered here today. Is there is there one that we didn't cover that is the surprising fresh take, or is there is there like is there one of those things that is the surprising fresh take? Like, is it just the total unexpected? Uh, I don't know what we call it, a unity effect that had on you, or like from gyms and the and the different yeah. expectation of gyms now, or what is it? I would just encourage people who might be like myself, who think that gym, you know, a gym doesn't have really anything to offer you, you know, you know what they have there, you know how it'll be, and to just say, you know, don't assume that, you know, you should give Unity a try, it is a, it's a very different experience, and it's not what you expect, um, and that's been the real revelation for me, and kind of the, the take-home message, and, you know, challenge yourself, don't just say, oh, I'm getting older, I can't do this, I can't do that. Um, just challenge yourself, and, and you'd really be surprised. It's that, I think you, you have this embedded in your, it's, your, it's in your fibers mm-hmm. and your blood and who you are, but I think the whole discomfort thing mm-hmm. and the uncomfortable thing, we're reading a book right now as a team called The Comfort Crisis, and it's yeah. completely mm-hmm. how the entire, our entire lives are now built on comfort. Yeah. 
and like any little bit of discomfort now is like don't yeah watch yeah. out watch out yeah. don't want that yeah. and you no, seek no, no. it yeah yeah well that's how we grow mm-hmm. right that's that's how we move forward and and stay vital in the world so yeah i would encourage everyone to have that attitude love it mm-hmm. yeah love it i mean we 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 try to do that i mean our, as a team we're trying to be uh, we call it the professional side of things is 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 kind of part of it but we we do what we say, say what we do type of stuff, and we're like we, we try to step outside of our comfort zones mm-hmm. uh, often as well. Yeah. Um, this podcast wasn't always a comfortable thing, and now it's just kind of like now you do it. When are we doing now it? Now you way? do it. Yeah. Fine. Now it seems recorded. like you're natural. Yeah. 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 Well, I just want to say how much I appreciate you guys and the expertise you bring to this and the high level. It's mutual. I mean, yeah. from from the deepest levels, and I'll let M, M comment on this too. But from the deepest levels, like we're trying to do this to make the world a better place, right? Mm-hmm. And we know it's always those things. Like if we help somebody, like our direct member in here, they're probably taking it home and helping their family, helping their family. Like for you and Mark, for example, mm-hmm. then we're helping you guys to help what you yes. do at the hospitals here. But yes. now the world, yes, like, mm-hmm. like that's pretty cool. Yeah, it has impact, and I I yeah. hope you appreciate what you do do to contribute to that process I probably don't do a good enough job of taking the moment to like appreciate it all the time mm-hmm. um, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'll try I'm, to remind I'm you a, that yes, yes. <laughs> I will try to remind you these that you're part of that whole journey these you're conversations part of that help. whole journey yeah. these conversations help I'm, I'm always forward-thinking I'm, I'm yeah. already kind of thinking to ahead. I'm like what's next right yeah. and, and, yeah. and Em's more like Jordan she just did this or they're doing yeah. this <laughs> they're doing it right now. Yeah. 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 no it's yeah. been a really important piece in my life and has enabled me to do lots of things that I've wanted to do and I I really do appreciate what you do it's mutual yeah. and we and so appreciate likewise, you guys. We, we appreciate you I think a big testament like Jordan was touching on earlier a big testament to you just putting in the consistent work over time like we can do as much and have as much expertise and even share as much expertise mm-hmm. as we want to but without people to take it and really implement it and put it into action sure. it just never spreads sure. like it might never leave this office yeah. sure so yeah. that that truly yeah. is like yeah. the goal of unity yeah, yeah. Like the knowledge is power but it's not actually there unless there's action involved, sure. right? So right. like right. education and empowerment. Yeah, is. can't just talk about it. Actually, <laughs> yes. have to do it. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that is true in many ways. And we just places. try to make that doing part as easy as possible. Yeah. That is that is our whole mm-hmm. piece right. to that too. As and, doable. And, 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 and yeah. again, yeah, we didn't try to do anything necessarily different for you. We right. just wanted to make sure we made it easy and comfortable. Like yeah. that was that was it. Yeah, like, it makes hey, sense for what I'm trying yeah. to do. You had yeah. big mm-hmm. goals, and we wanted to yeah. make sure we were we were part of those. Like, yeah. You mm-hmm. you told us straight up right away. Like, hey, I'm going to Laos like in a month, maybe. Two months. Like, <laughs> like I got you ready. Make it happen. Okay, yeah. well, yeah, let's go. <laughs> Yeah. 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 Well, that worked. It worked cool. well. Thank well, this you was so awesome. Much. This yeah, was thank awesome. You so much. Yeah, we're thank excited you. to let everybody listen to this too, um, to learn more about like your journey here. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think you're one of the people you come in and, and you have a good community here, but you also just come in and get your work done too, mm-hmm. right? And and now you get to people kind of get to be like, wow. Yeah. Like yeah, that good. was Judy on the podcast. <laughs> and you're doing pull-ups. Thank you so much for yeah. having me. Yeah, yeah. Appreciate we appreciate it. it. Thank we you. Appreciate it. You got anything else, Sam? I don't think so. Thank you very much for coming on. Thanks for and we got it all in an hour. And we got it in an hour. It's fifty-eight minutes. As oh, right nice! Now. <laughs> really good. And we'll probably cut a little bit because we we're recording early, but yeah. we're in. Sweet. So thank you awesome. very much. Well, thank thanks, you. Judy. We're excited to see more and more things as we go through uh, with you two, and being a part of it. Uh, listeners, as always, make sure that you are liking this. You are reviewing us or rating us. You are sharing this. Sharing. Subscribing. Um, subscribing. That's the one I always forget. <laughs> yeah. Downloading. All those all things, things. They help us. Um, so we appreciate you wherever you're listening as well. 
Uh, and if you'd like to be on the show in the future, let us know too. Um, if you'd like to, to have us talk about other things and content-wise too, let us know as well. Any ideas for topics? We're more than happy to oblige and have you on if you'd like to. So yeah. we will catch you guys. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you in the next episode. Until then, have a great rest of your day. Cheers. Bye, everybody.